411-LIVE. Well, you can learn about issues that affect us every day. Real people, real talk. Made to help people in our community in every way. For your girl. Our young people are looking for things to do. And we know things like art, music, dance can really help them to evolve. You know, on so many different levels. Physically, mentally, academically, stimulating them. But you also know that there are some kids who are exposed to that and some kids who are not. Well, there's an organization that's trying to um, level the playing field, make sure that kids are exposed to that, whether they have financial means or not. So I am excited about my guest today, Linda Wade. She is the founder of Above the Clouds, and she's also a good friend. So thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Beverly. I appreciate it. You know, Above the Clouds, we we were just kind of talking about when we met. And of course, some some people know this, uh, and some may not. I used to be a anchor reporter at a local television station here and several years ago yes, yes I did a story on above the clouds yes. and I was so impressed and I think I um sat in it was a ballet class yes yes and That's they were little ones yes and they were you know <laughs> doing their thing and one of the things that really inspired me um is not only were they getting training on ballet and the dance technique, but also spiritual training. Yes, that's part of our foundation. Yeah. Is a, we're a Christian arts education program. So we have um, melted in together our faith along with the arts. And they were so little, so cute. Oh, yes. So above the clouds, so this this program provides free. Yes, free classes and a lot of the art. So they can take classical ballet, theater, modern dance, contemporary piano, martial arts, all the arts that we offer for free for ages 5 to 17. That's that's wonderful. And it's really uh, wonderful for kids who would be called disadvantaged, I guess, may not have the financial means. Yes. But they're, it, they're getting quality classes, Exactly, right? because our instructors are trained in that medium, and so they're getting trained from some of the city's best instructors, and they can take as many classes as they want. Some of our largest classes are the classical ballet, but they can go from ballet to voice lessons or ballet to theater. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the the evolution of above the clouds, because I know you you um, great in painting. I started out as a painter. I was painting in oil on canvas. I spent most of my life in and out the hospital, mm-hmm. so for a period of time I couldn't work, and so I was expressing myself through painting. And a lot of the different artists um, or galleries would exhibit my work. And I was in Walpon galleries and actually the Channel 1036 auction and a lot of the little things and um, private showings. Uh And that helped me to find myself. And then when I started studying ballet, I saw a lady at my church uh, come and dance. And I thought, man, I would love to do that. So I studied classical ballet and I studied it for years. And then I joined Dance Eternal in 95. 
um, and started traveling with the company. Now that kind of gets us to kind of the vision for Above the Clouds. Yes. Because you started traveling, you went to kind of a ministry ministry trip in Texas. Correct. At the prison. Yes, if I go to the women's prison, I still go that to do that today. Mm-hmm. And so we go to death row, we go to general population and protective custody. And as I'm in those um, places and talking to the women, I always would ask them about what got them here, not about their crime, but mm-hmm. you know, what happened in their life. And they always would go back to what happened with them as a child or bad decisions as a young adult. And I was taking that and thinking about that and looking at our children here in Milwaukee. And I was coming back from Texas prison trip and I was going, okay, Lord, you want me to have this arts program? I don't even know what it's going to be called. And we were on the plane over the clouds when I got the name above the clouds. And it actually comes from Isaiah 55, 9, where it says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are than your thoughts. So I was so excited because I landed, called Barb Melsheimer, who's a good friend, and said, I believe this is what God wants me to do, and you're the person that's supposed to help me. And so we spent a year putting it together, and we started at one site at Heart Love Place, and it just grew from there. Now, see, that's a good friend. You just tell her, this is what God has placed on my heart. (laughs) Yes. And you're supposed to help me. Yes. And she says, yes. Well, yes, yeah, she did. Um, you know, Gar- Barb has a heart for the children and the arts as well. Her and I both came from a background that our parents couldn't afford if we wanted to take a class mm-hmm. in the arts because our parents were working parents, but they didn't have the extra money for that. So she knew there was something else that she wanted to do. And when I came to her about that and we spent that year praying about it and putting things in place, it just resonated with her. So how did it like take off? Because I mean, this thing, you're in a beautiful building, you're, you know, the kids are coming. Yes. How did you start with just the handful of kids and it just kind of grew or it what? It did. We started at Heartlove Place with four instructors and four classes. And then it just grew by word of mouth. And the more people would hear about it, the more they would want to come and try our classes. And at first they thought, oh, this is a rec program. I can bring them there and take them out. And then they noticed that it wasn't. Then they noticed something else. They noticed our faith component, mm-hmm. which is unique in itself. And so it just grew from there. And then we would get calls from other um, community buildings and schools and stuff that wanted our program in there. And till this day, we have 21 sites on the waiting list waiting for us to provide classes at their location. Oh, wow. That's that's good. Let's talk about what you have seen this do for the kids who participate. You know, we have some children that come from some challenging backgrounds, not all of them, but some of them do. And you can see that they are grafting their own little community inside their classes because they're meeting children that are not from their background, don't look like them, don't have the same kind of history, but they're all coming together to study the art medium. That's why we not only make it for free, we provide everything they need. So the ballet students get their tights and leotards and shoes and martial arts and jazz and tap because we don't want anybody to look different. We don't want anybody to feel less than because Mm -hmm. they don't have what is needed to study the class. And because of that, their self-confidence, you know, they're articulating more, they're coming up with more ideas. We even have a youth council from that because the youth now have been part of the program, see what they like to carry on in the future. Mm-hmm. And so they're sharing about what they would like to see, what they would like above the cloud to continue to grow as. And this is all from them getting to know each other. The council mm-hmm. is made up of children from different backgrounds, different races, different economic standings, but they're all coming together, you know, to help continue the vision to bring other little ones underneath them 
to experience the yeah. world of art. Yeah. So you're also building leaders. Oh, yeah. Building leaders, building, you know, succession. Somebody one day is going to take my place, going to take Bart's mm -hmm. place. They're going to be the president and director of operations of Above the Clouds. And so we are actually actually working on a succession plan for that right now and looking at the different um, children as well as teachers because once you've been with Above the Clouds and you graduate from high school, and you go to college or uh, another training, we'll hire you to train the classes for Above the Clouds because they know what it takes to teach the class because they were students. So we have four currently that are former students that are oh, wow. teachers. And actually one now is actually an office administrator dash teacher for oh, us. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And we also have parents. Um, most of our staff are parents of Above the Clouds. So we mm -hmm. hire them when they come and they see about the program, they learn about. We'd rather give in to our families before we look out. They're definitely bought in. They have. They okay. really have. Okay. I know, you know, kind of the, the, the impetus of the whole thing was to make sure that kids who might not uh, normally or might not be able to afford this, now they can participate. Yes. Are you getting a lot of those kids? Are you opening up saying, hey, we want you to come. Yeah, we're, you know, we're open to anybody that comes. Mm -hmm. We specifically are set in the heart of the city with all of our sites. But children mm -hmm. come from all over. We have families not only in the heart of the city, they're from Grafton, they're from Brown Deer, they're from Mac Brown, they're from these, you know, they're coming to the classes. And we also are trying to save spaces for those children that might not know it yet, until they get there. Yeah. And so we've been doing neighborhood walks, spreading the word and saying, you know what, your child can be a part of this amazing community that has grafted inside of our locations. You know, that there's a lot to be said just by the exposure of these kids to different people, uh, oh, di yes. you know, folks of different backgrounds, maybe of different races, yes. that kind of thing. That helps to make them well-rounded. It does. And then not only do they get that exposure, like our upper-level ballet students, once they get to level five, they take free classes at the Milwaukee Ballet. They're able to go mm -hmm. and meet children that they probably would have never met but because they're at that medium and they're studying that medium, they're going over there and seeing other children. Yeah. And so the, the community is not just inside the different locations, but it's spreading like tentacles all the way out to different areas of the city. Very cool. And, you know, I'm talking about the, the children who are participating, but... I'm sure this is an awakening for their parents. Almost definitely. So every year we have a spring recital that we hold at um, our location. Well, because of COVID, we've had it at our main site. So mm -hmm. this year we decided to have it um, one day. Normally we have it four days. We had it one day. And the parents that just normally just sit in the class but don't see the other mediums had a chance to see the other mediums, and they were so surprised. And one parent said, I didn't know you provided all that class, even though they have it listed on the registration. Right. To see it in person is totally different. And the youth council ran the recital. You know, we told them this is your thing, so you run it. And they were just so in awe of not only what their child was doing, right. but the people that their child was meeting. Very cool. So, um, you know, we talk about ballet and theater, but... We go into like hip hop or martial, martial arts, arts, contemporary dance. Yeah. We have piano. We have uh, acting uh, 101. And so we have a lot of different mediums. We're going to be adding spoken word again. Ah. 
Yeah, that is a, a really one. And then we this fall, we have a new component. We're going to be having classes for children that are dealing with depression. And that's coming from our partnership. We're um, talking with the medical college, and they're going to be referring children, the Joy House, which is a rescue mission of women and children. Mm-hmm. And this will be a special class, but nobody will know it's a special class because we don't want the children to feel like it's a special class. Right. But in that class, it will be taught by the eight are teachers that have a degree in social worker psychology that can really draw their feelings out. And this came from um, we getting um, word from parents that say, my child is dealing with whether it's depression or suicidal yeah. thoughts or stuff. And we didn't want to say, okay, we'll pray for you and keep going. But we knew we couldn't do something outside of our wheelhouse. So we thought, you know what? Why don't we just have something that can deal with that, deal with these children and and deal, and deal with what they're going through in a safe place and still have them experiencing the arts. And then we'll have a psychologist that's on hand to the also kind of talk with them as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, I'm thinking about to the time that I um, did the story and came, you know, way back when, and they were young kids. And I think they had, you know, they were in a circle and I think they had little... Um, I I think that the instructor prayed with them, mm-hmm. and I think they had a little chat time. Yes, and some of the children are very open of some of the things that they're going through. Yes, that's right? why actually we have one of our funders um, gave us a grant to have chaplains on staff because the teachers mm-hmm. were doing it at first. Mm-hmm. The teachers were having their devotional and prayer, and some of the things that the children were sharing is really heartbreaking and really hard. Mm-hmm. And so this is our second year with the chaplains that go to all of our sites. So their job is to do the devotionals and pray, not only with the students, but they also talk to the parents. They mm. call them. They talk to them. They see if there's a need. You know, once they hear something, it could be coming from a need, whether they're hungry, whether yeah. they, you know, they're having problems paying their bill. And then they'll tell us, and it's not in our real house, but we have partners that can help them, like our partner at Greater Life Community Center. The church next to us, Greater Galilee, provides food daily. Mm. And so they provide, then they have what's called a living well inside there, which deals with um, uh, counselors that can talk to the adults um, about mental issues or stress that might come in. So if we hear of things like that, the medical college is in our building doing studies. And, you know, so if we hear things that the parents need that the child shared, we can try to help as much as possible. Oh, that's, that's really, really good. That's really good. That's, that's part of fulfilling the mission, right? Well, yeah, because if we want to show the love of Christ to our students, you know, you just can't, Christ didn't just say, he just didn't preach to them and say, okay, go eat. Yeah. You know, he fed them. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't send them away. He fed them. And that's what we are doing. We're trying to show the love of Christ through the arts, but also make sure that we can do whatever we can to encourage not only the students, but the families. That's why those parents are so bought in. <laughs> they and they are. want to volunteer right. or, you know, really participate right. in the program. Exactly. Yeah. That makes total sense. It does because you would think that you would want to know what your child is doing too, who your child is being around, what kind of attitudes are. And we tell the parents, if your child is struggling in school, pull them out. Because it should be something that is a reward for them to take the class. And we've seen the parents do that over and over. One child was so crying. She said, okay, okay, I'll get better. I get better. <laughs> and she it pulled was an her, incentive. It yeah. was. And she pulled her out for just two weeks. 
I tell you, when that child came back, because she was, you know, she was had a bad attitude with the teachers. She was struggling in school. And we can see the progression in her mm. whole attitude. Now, no children are perfect. So we work with them, but we can see, you know, right. what our classes are doing. That's great. All right. We're going to take a short break and come back and talk about a, a little bit more, uh, really about the the real need for a program like this in the climate that we're in right now. Yes. So we stay with us. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about more of uh, Above the Clouds with Linda Wade. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Worried about your friend but don't know how to reach out? You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You can chat with them in VR. It's all good if you think you should check in. Yeah, you should. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. When I was in foster care, I never knew when I would have to move. So I always had my suitcase ready to go. Then one day, I was adopted. My new parents opened their hearts and home to me. My parents cook my favorite breakfast for me every morning. My parents take me on trips I never thought I would go on. They gave me a home and an even better reason to use that suitcase. My parents aren't perfect, but they're perfect for me. Welcome back to the 411 Live. I am Beverly Taylor, and I'm here with Linda Wade, and she's the founder of Above the Clouds. This is a faith-based, free arts program for children 5 to 17? Correct. Okay, very good. Uh, There's so much going on within our community. Um, It seems like, you know, every time I turn around, there's been... Um, reckless driving and there's a kid that's been killed or there's been a shooting or there's just a lot of things and now we're in a time warmer temperatures yes you know and we're really concerned right a lot of kids just don't have the outlets right and they're looking for something yeah that's why we purposely put our classes throughout the neighborhood so we're located not only at our main site is at the Greater Life Community Center, which is on North Titonia Avenue. Mm-hmm. But we're also at Eastbrook Academy off of Green Bay. We're at Riley Dual Language uh, School off of South Forth. This fall, we're at Silver Spring Neighborhood Center. We're um, also going to be at Hope Streets Ministries off of 24th and Capitol. Um, and so we purposely put um, our classes at these locations so that the children can get to them. Cross Trainers Academy right off of Center Street. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure that the children don't have to cross a busy street to get to them. So we're trying to make it so that it's um, available for the yeah. families and children and easy access as well. Oh, that's good. That yes. is very good. And we talk about the fact that this program is free to the kids. I yes. mean, they can come and get quality yes. uh, training for free. For free. And how do you do that? Well, we have some amazing funders. We have the Beta Philanthropies who have funded us for years, the Bread, the Lynn and Bradley Foundation, Castech Foundation, um, Johnson Controls, all these amazing funders that have really just um, saw our vision and loved our vision and are taking hold of that. And even with that comes growth, but with that, we need more funders, right. you know, because we do have, we do end up with children on the waiting list. And that's always hard to tell a family, I'm sorry, but we can't, you know, take your child right now because the classes are full. Right. So in order to expand, we need to expand our um, funding pool. 
Also, right. because you've got a, you've got instructors to cover. And- we do. We have um, currently fifteen instructors, and that sounds like a lot. Fifteen instructors and six employees sounds like a lot, but it's not. Especially when you're looking at qualified instructors, mm-hmm. you know, we tell the instructors to duplicate themselves. But still, in that, we're still in need of more instructors, and so we're looking at that as well. Plus, we're growing in the building that we're at. We're looking at expanding into the se- We're already in the second floor, but we're looking at expanding that footprint also. Very good. So that, like you said, that takes money. It does. And you've got a big event coming up. Oh, we have our annual gala, which is going to be <laughs> August 19th, and it's going to be in the Miller Room downtown. It's a wonderful event where people will be able to come and see our program, hear from um, our board members, see our some of our students showcase what they learn, have a wonderful dinner. It's a beautiful facility and to support our arts program. It's a uh, You can get up dressed up that evening yeah. and just come out and have fun. Kind of a night of elegance. It is a night of elegance and we're looking forward to it, but also it gives us opportunity to reach people that we haven't seen or haven't been able to reach that haven't heard about our program. Okay, if somebody wants to get a ticket you know participate in this event what yeah, do they do they can either go to our website which is above the clouds milwaukee.com and click mm-hmm. on events and they'll see all that information they can purchase their ticket right through there or call us at the office at 414-344-3019 or just send me an email at above the clouds m-i-l-w at gmail.com very cool very cool now so we've got this wonderful program in milwaukee 21 years yes and now it's expanding. It is. We are. We have two sites in Fort Worth, Texas. And some people say, but why Texas? It's my connection with the prison mm-hmm. ministry. For years, you know, those ladies that are in the prisons, after I started Above the Clouds here, they would be praying for us. And I. they would say, well, when are you coming here? When are you coming here? Because we have children and family members that yeah. would love to be a part. And so our legal counsel who... Um, was looking over all our paperwork, gave it a go-ahead last year that we could start. And so Barb and I uh, went down there, met with Tina Washington, who is an amazing, you have to hear her story um, in herself. She spent five years in prison, but she's our director. And so we have two sites, one at the William McDonald YMCA, and our second site, which is opening up in July, is at the LVT Rice Community Center. So those sites were serviced half of the children that are coming from incarcerated uh, families and the other half to the um, community. And we're also working with Prison Fellowship to see about getting children not only there but here that have families that, you know, are incarcerated, but they want to have their children have something better. Mm. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, that's it's wonderful. a it's a lot, um, but we just know that this is what God has called us to do. Right. You know, we want to meet reach as many children as we can, and we also have offers in California, Illinois, and Ohio. But we told them we can't take that until Texas is up and running for about a year. They want to duplicate the program. They do. They really do. They love what they saw here in Milwaukee. People are always calling the office or going to the website, sending us information about um, how can they partner with us. You know, and so we send them information about partnership, but we tell them we can't expand any quicker than what our funding base allows us. And each state is different with their funding pools. We were talking about, um, you know, how the children are responding to the program and and kind of the benefits for for them. And and I was telling you about the little kids that Mm -hmm. I saw. What are some of the stories that you that come to your mind? 
Uh, we have, I mean, there's so many. We Right now we have parents sending in what we call our parent testimonies because oh. we wanted to know what they think of our program. And one of the biggest things is that they can see that their child is blossoming. They mm. might have been an inward person where they didn't really interact mm. with Alana or shy or, yeah. you know, didn't have the social skills to interact. And now they see them, especially when they're on the stage, blossoming or when they're in the classroom and they're laughing and talking yeah. and you know, um, learning their art, they're really able to interact with their uh, peers in a in a level that they haven't been before. And the parents love that because it shows them that our program is encouraging them, giving them the tools that they need so that they can be productive adults in this society. They might not be dancers or actors, but they can take those tools that they learn and take it into life. That's wonderful. Are there any? Is there anything out there whereas uh, people have uh, maybe they've ha- heard a little bit of about above the clouds, didn't really know, and a myth that you need to clear up or something you wish people really knew? Um, I think sometimes people really don't believe it's free. You know, when they when they call this, so what is the cost? And we keep telling them it's free. Another thing is they think it's a rec program. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you know, can I have my children start and take them out? And I said, no, because we're arts education. So, you know, once they start, you know, we encourage them to stay that whole semester so that they can learn right. the thing. Another thing is, is because they see this beautiful building that we're in. Oh, they don't need any of our financial help. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> in order to stay in that in beautiful order, Exactly. Right. And in order to even reach more children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. It is. Because you were saying you had, what, over 100 sites so we on have waiting list? 21 sites on the waiting list. 21. Yeah, we have 21 okay. sites on our waiting list. And these sites have, you know, every twice a year we call them and say, do you still want us in a program? They say, yeah. And I said, I'm sorry. Well, we're just checking because, you know, we take some of them off. We took two off. Yeah. And we're going to have programming there. But we can't do a whole lot until the revenue grows, too. Yeah. Yeah, because you you have to pay your instructors. We pay, yeah, we pay our instructors. We have staff. We have, I mean, we provide everything for the child. We have rent. You know, we have everything that's associated with running a business. And, you know, we pay our instructors a nice rate because, you know, we want the best for our Mm -hmm. families. We want the best for our children. What if you, um, there's some professional out there listening to us and they have all the skill and the credentials and really think, I'd like to be a part of this. What do they need to do? All they have to do is email us, call us, and say, you know, I'm interested in your program and being an instructor. And then what we do is we'll uh, set up a time for a meeting, and then we meet with them and see what, you know, what their heart is. Mm -hmm. You know, in order to teach for us, too, you have to have a heart for the children, and you cannot be scared to go into the heart of the city. You know, you have to know that this is where God called you to be. Very good. So what's on the horizon? I mean, you've got the whole Texas set up there. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? Well, we just want to continue to grow here in the city, too. Right now we're in the Milwaukee County, but we would like to grow even more. We also have a for-profit component, which is called Moving Forward Milwaukee, which we have certified instructors going to the site to teach fitness, and part of the revenue goes to above the clouds. We would like to grow that as well. So we have a lot of things that we're looking at of how we can continue to grow and to just take it from there. How has, um, for you personally, 
what is this over 21 years from that vision and, and you know, in that plane, getting the name above <laughs> the clouds, you know, yeah. how has this transformed you? You know, it's so amazing. You know, running a nonprofit can be difficult. Yeah. And all I do is go and sit when I have those days where I say, Lord, I just need a break. I need, <laughs> you know, we need this coming in. We need mm-hmm. that. I go sit in the class and I see the faces of the children and then I see the teachers teaching and I see the parents interacting because it's not just about the children, it's the families. Yeah. And now we have more fathers coming, bringing their daughters to the mm. center too. And that gives me hope. It gives me encouragement to keep going, um, to see the vision that God has given me. You know, I think I have the best job. Yeah. I could not have picked a more better job if I had planned it myself. And I tell people, you know, God can take an experience and make it out of a movement if you let him. It was just one experience, me going to prison, talking to the ladies. Yeah to see what happened in their life. But before that, even me going to join Dance Eternal, join Kim, and she asking me to go to prison. All that was one experience that led to this movement, which is called Above the Clouds. And I am so grateful for that. And throw in to that mix, um, you you know, you said you were in and out of hospitals. Yes. And art painting yes. really helped you. So you through that experience, you knew the benefit. Oh, yeah. And th- because, you know, when you're sick growing up, you don't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of, I can't even, you know, how people say, well, they have high school friends. Yeah. And, I don't have that because, you know, I was so back and forth with the hospital. So the art of painting first before I even studied ballet really gave me what I needed. It yeah. gave me that self. And then when people started buying my painting, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was that just showed me that it you know confirmation. It, it was. Yeah. And then the study ballet too, because I was so sick. I didn't even think I had strength enough to dance, not alone walk up a flight of stairs. But, you know, I trusted that the God that said that he heals all of our diseases was gonna help me with that. He gave Took me the strength. Yes, he did. All right. Man, our time is up. Didn't oh that go goodness. fast? It was so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this event is coming up. Yes, August thinking, 19th at August the Miller 19th. Room. Mm-hmm. And they can get tickets by going to their website. and encourage people to come on and support. And if they can't attend, buy a ticket for somebody else. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And the website is? AboveTheCloudsMilwaukee.com. Excellent. Linda, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me, Beverly. I appreciate it. It's always good to see you. You too. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you for joining us for another episode of the 411 Live. Remember, we're a nonprofit organization. So if you are so inclined to like to help us out, go to our website, the411live.org, and, you know, help us out. We'd appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live. Real people, real talk. If you would like to check out past episodes, there are many ways. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Like and watch us on Facebook. Watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you have suggestions for future episodes, go to our website, the411live.org. 